them at area code 931-967-1187. Again, that's area code 931-967-1187. Second sponsor is Unstoppable Church, headed by Pastor Brad Brinkley and staff. Another great group of people. They do kind of a rock and roll worship service, and then they're associated with a large group called Life Church out of Oklahoma. But you can reach them at area code 931-649-2909. Again, that's area code 931-649-2909. And they are doing Sunday morning services. Hey, I need your help. Oh, no. What's going on? So, so this will be like your counseling session. <laughs> okay. For which you will receive your standard uh, pay. Yes. All right. So this is a stressful time. Yes. All right. So tonight we got... High school baseball. Yes. From Walker Valley. They're in the playoffs. Baseball, Frank County team. Tomorrow, big day. As many of you know, Hunter Girl made it into the final three on American Idol. That's awesome. And she makes her hometown visit to Winchester tomorrow, May the 17th. Here's her itinerary, and we're involved in all of this. At 9.30 in the morning, there's a proclamation outdoors at the Oldham Theater. 3.30 to 4.30 is the Hunter Girl Costume Contest, followed by a parade on the square at 4 o'clock. So it looks like a 30-minute parade. Okay, that's great. 4.30 to 8.30 tomorrow night, local talent and Hunter Girl uh, out at Twin Creeks in a concert. So we got that going on. Man. And congratulations if we haven't said the same thing to Hunter and the whole Wolanowski family. Most of which were on TV last night. Which, uh, then the next day, we've got all our new equipment's going to be delivered, and we've got to make a plan for installation here. Oh, and by the way, there's High on the Hog, and our owner Chris Wiseman always likes to get involved with us in High on the Hog, and you know remotes and things going on associated with that uh, Kiwanis event. Yes, sir. So I'm stressed. <laughs> so, a- so tell me, what's the best way I need to? Uh, address my stress you know there's different ways you can address things like that um you've got all kinds of different models one of my favorites is uh i think it was dave ramsey don't quote me on this but i think it was one of his models but i use it a lot and basically if you can imagine in your mind's eye uh, you take a piece of paper and you make a box and then you separate that box into four separate boxes so you've got a upper left hand box upper right hand box you know, lower hand box on both sides, but you've got four boxes. And what you do is, uh, first you have things that are urgent and important. So upper left hand box would be urgent and important. Upper right hand box would be urgent but not important. Lower left hand box would be not urgent but important. And uh, lower right hand box would be not urgent and not important. Okay. So I know that's kind of hard to to imagine over the radio, but uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, so you know the the things that you know it sounds like all these things are fairly urgent, but you know what I try to do is break down what's the most urgent. Um, so, for instance, you know if uh, if the power goes out at the clinic, you know that's a pretty important and urgent thing. You know we need that for our computers. We need that for you know, some of my tools, we need yeah. some of the equipment. Um, so that's important and urgent. Where something like, uh, for instance, I get together with my uh, consultant and him and I get together for quarterly meetings. Those are important, but I wouldn't call them urgent. 
you know, it's not a big deal if we schedule to meet the second week of a month and something happens and we have to push it out to the third week of that month. You know, that's it's still a very important process, at least I feel like it is, mm-hmm. to have an idea of what's going on with the clinic, what's going on with the business, how well are we doing in terms of taking care of patients, just all those things. I view that as a very important meeting, but I wouldn't call it urgent. urgent yeah. um, and then you have the things that are not important and not urgent, um, like, you know, pulling out the uh, the copy machine so you can sweep out a, a few pieces of uh, paper debris that are back there. You know, that's that'd be nice to do at some point, but that's not, uh, not necessarily important and not necessarily urgent. Um, and then the things that are urgent but they're not important is that's when... You know, you'll get a random phone call, and um, they'll say, you know, act now, or you're going to miss out on this offer, and you really have to think about, is this offer really yeah. that important? Yeah. But they're trying to create a sense of urgency that if you don't act now, you're going to miss out on something. Um, but that's the kind of stuff that I do. So like, most mornings, I'll make a quick list. And when you do this kind of stuff enough times, I mean, the way I'm describing it probably sounds complicated, but if you do it over and over and over, it becomes very easy to identify those things that belong in the in the various categories um, but that's what I try to do um, so if I were in your shoes I would make a list uh, this morning and, and tomorrow morning and probably the following morning however long this stuff goes on <laughs> every day and, every day yes and uh, just begin to knock those things out I've got actually kind of a similar week I was laying in bed this morning thinking because I've got several things it's going to be kind of a crazy week I've got a write up something for a, a patient's disability and it's kind of a really complicated case um, I've got some other things this week that I've got to take care of that just kind of came out of the blue. Um, but I, I know what you mean. It's easy to get overwhelmed. And, and one of the best ways I've learned how to manage that is, number one, prayer. You know, I, I was praying on the way to the yeah. to the radio station this morning, mm. um, just lifting that up. You know, Holy Spirit, give me your strategies. Give me your kingdom ideas. Give me your kingdom strategies. You know, show me the best way to address this situation, the best way to organize my time. Uh, the best way to, to coordinate things. God, it says in your word that um, I can have favor with both you and with man. Give me favor in these situations yep. to handle these things. Um, God, it says in your word that you order the steps of a righteous man. Order my steps as I take on these various tasks with Hunter Girl and with uh, High the Hog and all these things. That's what I would personally do, and then I would create a list from there. Um, but uh, hopefully that helps. There's yeah. a million different ways to address that kind of stuff, but that's just one of the ways that I've found that works well for me. Yeah, that's great. And as a result of all this, uh, in my case, <clears throat> and I run into this all the time, I've got conflicting events. Yes. And I've got to decide which one I need to do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess you apply the same sort of evaluation to each event and say, is this urgent but not important is yeah. this one important but not you know and try to you know it's not that you're really letting anybody down it's just personally you know you'd like to be at both but yeah you, you can't, can't you can't clone yourself you can't clone yourself yeah yeah <laughs> yes that's true that's true yes. i do have a cardboard cutout that i could <laughs> but uh and one fundamental success principle i think along these lines too i'm big on fundamental success principles things like persistence things like balance but one thing I tell my son all the time is there's almost always trade-offs. There's very few decisions that are perfect. So in that situation where you're going to have to decide which event to be at because they're at the same time, there's going to be some sort of trade-off that you'll have to yeah. just weigh the, the pros and cons. Well, you know, 
there's a list of life events that are associated with stress. Mm-hmm. You know, getting married. Yeah. Uh, someone in your family dies. You move to a new house. You're raising young children. Yeah. And the more of those you tick off, the higher your stress level potentially is. And sure. I was just thinking, you mentioned your son. I was just thinking about my son who, um, he's not really working at a new job, but it's a fairly new job based on what he's been doing the previous eight or ten years. Okay. You know, so he's still learning, and he's comfortable there. Uh, so they sold a house. So that's one stress. Oh yeah, big time. Yes. They also bought a new house. Wow. So guess what? There's a move involved. Yes. There's another stressor. Yes. They've got little children that are six years old and one is two year old. Wow. (laughs) He's he's raising. (laughs) Yes. So uh, one way that he got away from it all was he came up to see us this weekend and he brought the boys up, you know, and they played around the house and it was great and he got to relax a little bit although i can tell you know part of his brain was still connected yes because his wife was at home and opening boxes and getting the house ready and yeah but he's thinking oh i got a bigger yard to cut now (laughs) so uh life events like that sure uh, build up stress and and um again i guess they're all important but i guess if you you could put those in the box in various uh, locations and yeah, and kind I of the, manage it. Yeah, and there's a cumulative effect of stress, too. I mean, I, I think any way you slice it, you know, if your son just had one of those things, it would probably be stressful. But to combine all those things together, um, I mean, it can be overwhelming. It can be challenging. I mean, there's a certain level of reality with this stuff that we're all going to go through periods where we're stressed out. Um, I think it's just important not to stay there. But, um, you know, for a lot of people, if they just had stress at work or if they just had stress in their marriage or if they just had stress with moving or if they just had financial stress, they just had one of those things versus all those things together, um, I do think there's a cumulative effect to stress. Um, I, another way that I've kind of found that helps to manage it is just to, I think it uh, gives you a lot of peace just to have a game plan. You know, a lot of people will be stressed out with their health, for instance. I mean, obviously, I see that a lot. And um, they'll come in, and just it's so reassuring, and it's so helpful for us to sit down with them and just develop a game plan that makes sense. You know, something that they understand. They understand what's going on, and they understand what it's going to take to get through it and to be healthier. They feel like it's realistic for their life situation. You know, what's going to be realistic for the single mom versus the traveling salesman versus the married couple with 10 kids versus all these different uh, groups of people, you know, that's, we got to make sure that we have a game plan that's realistic for their life situation. Um, but I've really found it just having a game plan helps, too. Um, yeah. But anyway, you slice it. I mean, there's going to be stressful periods. I'm not going to sit here and say that I never get stressed out because uh, I'm a human being like the rest of us. Well, there, there's an old, old, going back to our ancestors, flight or fight response that yes. everybody is programmed to do. Yes. Uh, I know that's changed in the 21st century from the 1st century. <laughs> Uh, but um, talk about uh, that. Um, you know, sometimes it's healthy to, to to have a little bit of stress. Yeah. But everybody, uh, you know, either 
fights it or they run from it. Yeah, um, you know that fight or flight uh, process is is it's actually a really important mechanism because when you need it, you're you're glad you have it. You know, if you're really faced with a life threatening situation, you know, the classic example is you're confronted with a bear in the woods. You know, you're you're not worried about digestion of your food in that situation. You're not worried about those types of mechanisms. You're worried about making sure there's plenty of blood flow in your muscles, and you want your yeah. eyes to dilate, and you want to be ready to rock and roll and get the heck out of there. Yeah, and if you're with somebody, you have to ask yourself, am I faster than he <laughs> exactly. is? Exactly. <laughs> as long as I'm faster than he is, I'm good to go. Um, but, you know, so it's an important mechanism, but that you have the, the fight or flight, and then the other one is uh, the uh, rest and digest. So the fight or flight is a sympathetic nervous system. And the rest and digest is the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, and you have these... You're writing this down, Jeff. Yeah. You have these opposing mechanisms that kind of support each other and balance each other out. But the problem is a lot of people live in that fight or flight constantly. So it's important to have it, but they're out of balance in the sense that they're in that place constantly. You know, they're, they're stressed out at work, then they come home, they're stressed out in their relationship, then they're watching you know fox news or cnn or i mean i'm not picking on any of the stations yeah. but they're just fired up about what they're seeing and, and they're very frustrated with what's going on with the world um and these things go on and on and on and so we i think it's important for everybody just to kind of be honest with themselves about how much time they're spending in that place and making sure they counter it um so it may be as simple as fasting from the news for a while it may be as simple as uh, implementing more exercise you know they've known since the 1930s how beneficial exercise was with things like anxiety and depression yeah um, that was going to be my next question <laughs> yeah anxiety you know exercise is just huge um, my best therapy for sure is running you know i run several times a week and it's just a time to lock into my breathing pray uh, literally mechanically flush out all those stress hormones that have built up so the the act of running is going to help to flush out like the excess cortisol and other stress hormones that I've built up in my body um, but again you got to have a plan a lot of people are just kind of going around and going through life and they really don't have a plan um, I think it's important to know that you know there's going to be challenges in, in every aspect of your life um, again work marriage whatever and you've got to have some sort of plan of how to get through that stuff. Um, and that's, that's really something that's uh, helped me through the way. And a, another fundamental success principle that I rely on a lot is my dad used to always call, call it authorities on the subject. So if you want to learn more, more about money, talk to a banker, talk to an accountant. If you want to learn more about chiropractic, talk to a guy like me. If you want to learn more about uh, the law, talk to a good attorney. But I think a lot of times people create a lot of unnecessary stress because this do-it-yourself movement is so strong. I'm not taking away from, you know, YouTube videos and all these things that we can learn yeah, on our own, right. but compared to get around, getting around somebody that's done something for 30 years that can show you very quickly where the landmines are and what mm. you need to avoid and yeah. how you can get through something smoothly. Um, but that's something else that's helped me. I know I'm going off on different tangents, but something else that's really helped me through the years with stress is just allow myself to be very teachable. You know, finding those authorities on the subject versus trying to pretend that I've got all the answers, just finding those authorities on the subject, mm -hmm. people that I can trust, and then just allow myself to be teachable. Um, that is another huge thing that's just helped me avoid so much stress. A lot of times people find themselves in situations 
that if they would just ask for some help, yeah. help versus trying to be prideful and muscle through it and have all the answers and embarrassed that by the fact that they need help, they could avoid so much heartache that way. Yeah. So. Well, a lot of this was predicted a long time ago. Um, and uh, sure enough, it has come to pass that uh, here in the 21st century, um, things are happening so fast. Yep. Um, and I think COVID kind of sped that up once we come out of it. Yes. Because now everybody's trying to do so much, you know, as much as they can, not knowing what the future's going to be. Yeah. And and it's such a different place uh, in the world now. And I'm yeah. talking about the world here because everybody's yeah. affected by the pandemic. Sure. Um, and literally, well, I say everything is speeded up. The urgency is there. Yeah. But then you got these supply chain issues and you got can't get anybody to work you know, so that slows everything down yeah and just creates more of a frustrating situation uh, when you can't get you know a replacement refrigerator in your house for three months and you can't yeah. get work done on your automobile for two months because they don't yeah you know oh yeah it's just it's just a, a situation that it's got to be affecting humans uh, who are accustomed to one way of life and now do, over a two-year period had to just totally adjust to a different way of life. Yeah, I mean, that's another great point, and this this response is going to sound a little far out. Um, Sorry, but, but I've we're kind far out <laughs> You never know what yeah. you hear next. But, but I've got a, there's a lady in my life that um, she, we go to church with her, and I did jail ministry with her for about three years. Um you know, there's di- there's different opinions on things like the prophetic, um, but in my humble opinion, opinion, she absolutely operates in the prophetic. I've seen her do it over and over and over. You know, I mentioned things to some of these inmates and other situations that there's just no way she could have known this on her own. She has to be hearing from the Lord. Um, but one time she was praying for me. Um, I can't remember what was going on, but I just asked her, you know, hey, would you mind praying for me? And one prophetic word that she gave me, and this is going to sound really obvious and very simple, but this was probably five years ago. She said, Brad, in the not-so-distant future, and this is before anybody knew anything about COVID or anything, she said, you know, Brad, you're going to have to get used to expecting the unexpected. She said, we all will. It's going to be really important to expect the unexpected. So that word, you know, that, that really went into my spirit, and that's honestly really helped me navigate what you just described with what's going on with COVID. Um, I'm very comfortable just kind of expecting the unexpected. Um, not I'm not always perfect in that regard. I'm not trying to say I'm bulletproof or I have all the answers. Yeah. But having that warning five years ago has made what's happening today must, much less shocking for me personally. Because um, I just I knew that was a word from the Lord. I knew that um, at some point it was going to be obvious how that was going to impact my life. Um, and man, oh man, since COVID, if we got, yeah. have, we've had to get used to expecting the unexpected. Me? Good gracious. Yeah. I know you got to run a lot, a lot of important things to do. Uh, so yeah. uh, thanks for your time. Yes, uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. We'll have uh, Dr. Brad Shapiro back next week, Monday. Yes, sounds great. It would be the 23rd. 23rd. Is that the last Monday of the uh, month? There will be a Memorial Day on 30th. Are you going to oh, do Oh, yes. Memorial Day? I will not be here on, on that Monday. Well, maybe so you can do your uh, I'll talk with Josh yes. on Monday. Yes, okay. that kind of snuck up on me, so I'll reach out to him and see if that works for him. <laughs> okay. 
Thank you, Doc. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Dr. Spiro of Ultimate Health Chiropractic offices in Winchester and Manchester. And we're always happy to see him on Monday mornings at 7 o'clock. Get our week right. Yes. I'm happy to be yeah. here, and hopefully this stuff helps. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, Jeff, let's uh, take a few moments here to look at uh, what's involved with tomorrow's visit by uh, Hunter Girl. Hunter Wolanowski is... Uh, going to be in town local girl graduated five years ago from frank county high school and now has made it to the final three on american idol if you saw that show last night she'll be here for her hometown visit uh tomorrow um probably rolling in here today or tonight uh sometime don't you think Mm-hmm. And uh, so a rough itinerary we get from the city and, and the people that are running this thing, uh, a 9.30 a.m. proclamation outdoors at Oldham Theater. We'll have someone there to uh, hear that proclamation coming from the city, probably read by the mayor. Um, at 3.30, it's a Hunter Girl costume contest. Um it makes sense that that would be up on the square because following that there will be a parade on the square at four o'clock. That's scheduled until 4.30 p.m. tomorrow. And then uh, immediately thereafter, 4.30 to 8.30, the local talent and Hunter Girl concert at Twin Creeks uh, for uh, four hours. Tomorrow afternoon, 4.30 to 8.30 p.m., Twin Creeks. Uh, We'll get details on all this throughout the day and pass them on to you because, you know, they just made the decision last night based on the voting. Did you vote? Did everybody vote? Hopefully they did. And um, that's going to be exciting. Don't forget high school baseball tonight. I don't have a time for you, but the Rebels will be in Walker Valley for... A regional tournament against the Walker Walker. <laughs> that's easy for you easy to say. Easy for you to say. Walker Valley. I think they're Falcons or something. And um, wish them good luck. And then starting this week, we you know you go by the city park down there, and you've got the high on the hog preparations going on. Um, so a lot happening this week, and then capped off at the end of the week by Sunday's finals for American Idol in which we'll see if Hunter Girl comes out on top and wins the uh, Idol. Everybody, if you didn't see the show last night, everybody was sort of coached through their first couple of uh, presentations by none other than Carrie Underwood who is uh, probably the most popular and richest (laughs) of the American Idol uh, winners. And uh, Ryan announced last night that they are going into a 21st season next year. So Idol will be back uh, for those of you that uh, are interested in that. Well, there's a look at what's happening this week. I know you'll probably want to get involved, so uh, stay tuned to FM 94.5 The Eagle for all the updates on the visit by Hunter to her hometown, Hunter Girl, and uh, what's going on and when, and stay tuned. We'll carry a lot of these events are live here on the Eagle. Kool-Aid Man, the pitcher or the Kool-Aid inside? Which contains, like, the Kool-Aid Man's essence? The essence, the soul of Kool-Aid yeah. Man? 
I believe he's the pitcher. I think so too. I just I believe that too. I believe. Well, I do believe the liquid is his life force. Okay, I think that they need to coexist. It's like together. the pitcher is his body. Mm-hmm. The liquid is his, his insides. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. We got deep, didn't we? <laughs> so there's these trends of kids just destroying stuff. There's been even ring camera footage of teens bursting through a fence. Last week's sheriff's deputies in Sarpy County issued criminal mischief citations to nine different kids who they say ran and jumped into fences <laughs> in various neighborhoods around the county. It's unclear how much the citations were for, but this damage is adding up with eight properties hit. It's estimated the damage is in the several hundred, so, several are thousands they of dollars. Wearing a big picture? What, what? No, they're just <laughs> jumping through the jumping. fence. They're not in costume. It's not but Kool-Aid I mean, cosplay. Jumping through a fence. I it's have a fence hurt. at my house. I could not jump through my fence. Not with that attitude, you can. That would, well, that's going to hurt. <laughs> just jumping through. All right. If y'all ever noticed, he doesn't, too, say, that, he right. doesn't say that. And the Kool-Aid man was, that's he was right, always cherry. Let's yeah. go! Did you ever notice that? Yeah, there's other flavors of yeah, Kool-Aid. Yeah, I mean... We have the perfect items at Bennett Pharmacy for your next beach trip. We have several large Simply Southern Beach totes for $75 in the colors yellow, green, brown, blue, peach, lavender, and gray. We also have extra large beach towels for $19.99 in fun summer colors like multicolored cheetah, cheetah, and tropical themed. We also have Simply Southern cups and sunscreen to put in your totes. Come see our beach items at 1201 Dinosaur Boulevard in Winchester or call us 931-967-2777 at Bennett Pharmacy. When you need the services of a funeral home, it's comforting to know that your funeral home is owned by local people who live here in Franklin County. At Moore Cortner Funeral Home, we offer every service and product relating to the funeral. From the actual funeral services to markers, monuments, and all forms of internment, including traditional earth burials and cremations. Moore, Cortner Funeral Home, and Franklin Memorial Gardens in Winchester. Will Davis here with your WZYX Sports Beat. Franklin County Rebel track and field runner Jaden Taylor signed his letter of intent to continue his education and compete at the next level for the Lions of Bryan College. The South Middle Trojans football team fell to the Blanche Bulldogs 30-20 at home Friday in a spring exhibition game. The Trojans fell into a deep hole in the first half and a comeback effort after halftime would come up a few scores short. South football head coach Greg Greenhaw, who joined the program in March, said his team has made a lot of progress in their 10 days of spring practices and showed a lot of fight. In the second half, the 2022 NCAA softball tournament bracket was revealed Sunday evening with the Alabama Crimson Tide earning its 23rd straight postseason bid, coming in as the number six overall seed, where they will be joined by Stanford, Murray State, and Chattanooga this weekend at Road Stadium for the Tuscaloosa Regional. Tennessee softball was announced as the number 11 national seed in the 2022 NCAA softball tournament Sunday night when the bracket was revealed on ESPN2. The Lady Vols will play host to the NCAA Knoxville Regional for the 17th consecutive season. Be sure to tune in to Wiseman Media as the Franklin County Rebels baseball team takes on the Mustangs of Walker Valley on the road for the Region 3 4A semifinal. Franklin County is listening to Sports Beat. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events like a date with my wife or going out together with my family and friends. Things that we couldn't afford thanks to Vectix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, motorsports, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can help. We can give our veterans a special event 
where they too can create their own cherished memories. Find out how by visiting www.vettix.org. That's www.vettix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. So, I mean, good for them. Great, great idea on their part. Yeah, I guess it's great advertising. But wait, there's more. Okay, you guys know what a like a gazing ball is, right? Like you've seen them in gardens. Yeah, shiny metallic. They come in silver, gold, purple, Uh a giant pinball. I think my mom has one in in their front yard. Um, So evidently, they're supposed to like ward off evil. And bring, oh, I didn't know what they were doing. Okay. Yes, there, there's, there's some kind of superstition around it, but evidently warding off evil doesn't always work because in Austin, Texas, uh, this woman named Gail Hines, she, she has a couple gazing balls in her garden, or had, rather, because uh, they were stolen last oh. Wednesday. She caught the thief on her ring camera, um, but here's, here's the really sad part. These gazing balls contained her parents' ashes. Oh, no. I guarantee you nowhere in their will did it say, put me in the ball. No. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. No. I'm just telling y'all right now why she would have done that. It's beyond me. I would have never put my parents in the ball that someone could have taken out of my yard. Mm -mm. And they did not want to be in the ball. What what did they want to be? What was their final? They would rather be probably up on the mantle or... Mm. In a bedroom, on a dresser, or something like that, but they did not want to be in the ball. Sure. I want. Is there like identifying marks on this that if they did find it, they would know that's the one? Or do you just shake them? I get. They're the ones filled with ashes. Good point. But can so. I mean, like, can you see? The, would they know? I, like, what I if guess. they like? What if the police are like? Oh, we found it. How are they supposed to know that's like, the no, one? Those are someone else's ashes. Uh, the thief is still on the run. Gail is desperate to get her parents back, so if, sure. you, if you have any info, you can email her. 